What's going on, guys? I'm your host, uh, Dan Big Daddy Oracle here. On my left, I got Michael Anton Antonellis. And behind us, we got Zach Coos Cousineau. Got a big night in sports tonight. We got the Cleveland Indians and the Chicago Cubs in a Game 7 of the World Series. Neither, uh, neither of those teams have, have won much, boys, huh? No. Not, not in recent years. Let's yeah. just hope... Uh, Let's hope this podcast goes better than Tyler Naquin in the outfield. <laughs> a little bit of a disaster last night. Yeah, it was ugly. <laughs> All right, so uh, on the NFL slate this week, we got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Tampa Bay, take on the Buccaneers and some Thursday night football. Definitely the worst night to watch football in the NFL. But with the best ratings. Best ratings, that's true. The, it's all about the TV ratings. The huh? always slipping TV ratings. Yeah, that's right. And with no World Series, I mean, there's, there's really no competition like for for games outside of the NFL. They got nothing. That's true. They got some uh, network television probably is going to take over, though, that night. All right, so uh, the line is Atlanta by two points. Um, Big Daddy, I like Tampa Bay to cover the spread. And win the game. Uh, the Falcons have been struggling of late, even though they played well against the Packers last time out. Uh, they're stopping the run better than the pass. I think Jameis Winston's going to be key to the Buccaneers' win. I think they're going to beat the Atlanta Falcons at home. Uh, Tampa Bay is 0-3 in front of their home crowd, and they're going to have a big showing. So Jameis is going to be big time. See, I'm going to I'm going to disagree on this one. I would take Atlanta. Anywhere from two and a half to three and a half points, I would take them as the favorite. Uh, I think the Falcons are still legit. I love Jameis and I love like Mike Evans. Don't get me wrong, but the Falcons are five and three against the spread this year. They're tearing it up on offense. Uh, I don't know what you think, Zach. Yeah, I got. I have Atlanta too. I was actually surprised you took Tampa Bay just because I think Atlanta is a far more talented team. I do believe Mike Evans and James Winston will have a big day, but I just feel Atlanta will be too much on offense. Julio Jones, Devontae Freeman. I just feel that all those guys are going to be too much for Tampa Bay. I have, I like them. All right, so Big Daddy's alone on that pick right there. Uh, next one up, we got the Jaguars traveling to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. Jagging off a little bit. You know, they'll just be jagging off. Uh, absolutely, they'll be jagging off in Kansas City over the weekend. All right, Kansas City's favored by uh, eight points in this one. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas City take, covering that spread. Uh, the Jaguars, you know, they're they're playing for the future. The future is not now. That team is disgusting. Uh, Blake Bortles looks confused on the football field. Hey, don't talk about Blake Bortles like that. I love Blake Bortles. I love Blake Bortles. I'm Blake, all in on Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles. <laughs> all in on Blake Bortles. I'm going to fade you on that one. Give again. me Blake Bortles, fourth quarter, garbage time, best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, man, he is a beast in fantasy football, I'll tell you. I will pick Blake Bortles every week. And he will not let me down most weeks. All right, uh, yeah, so I got the Chiefs. They're hot, three-game win streak. I think they're going to win by at least 10 in this one. Uh, Spencer Ware, if he's playing, he got concussed this past week, kind of hurt me in FanDuel a little bit. Uh, even Sharkhandrick West should have a big game against Jacksonville if he's featured. I think eight's too many points. I think eight. I think they win. Kansas City wins, but yeah. it's like by seven or three. Eight could be a tough one with you know Alex Smith at quarterback and – Actually, uh, it was confirmed Nick Foles is a starting quarterback for okay. Kansas City this oh, week. So I have I have Kansas City winning, but I think the spread right now is too much. I think Jacksonville will win, 
And also, fourth quarter garbage time. There's no one better. I think Jacksonville comes back late, covers the spread, but Kansas City wins. We're jagging off. Nick <laughs> Foles at quarterback this yep. week for the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs. You heard it first here, fellas. <laughs> All right, next game we got uh, Detroit at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings were kings a few weeks back, but now they've uh, turned the table. Uh, Minnesota is favored by seven. Vegas really likes this team, and they've gotten to me the past couple weeks in my bets, but not this week. I'm going with the Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford, new, newly improved since the departure of Calvin Johnson. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota's been struggling. They just lost to the Bears. Um, yeah. I think it'll be a close game. I do see Minnesota probably winning by three points, but they'll cover the, the spread. Also, Norv Turner just resigned as offensive coordinator today. for the Vikings today. So it's you oh, got man, a whole bunch of things. He must be disgusted in that offense, huh? Yeah, it's, so it's a whole lot of stuff going on in Minnesota right now. I mean, I trust Mike Zimmer, but I don't. I think they win, but I think uh, not more by a touchdown. I think Detroit can cover the spread here. Yeah, I also took Detroit plus six. Uh, I think this line's kind of gross, to be honest. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, my two my two colleagues here agree with Big Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy's got uh the boys on his side for one of these picks. All right, uh, next game is Philadelphia traveling to New York to play the Giants. The line is pretty close. One we got New York favored by two. Uh, I I hate Eli Manning. I don't think he's good at all. So I'm gonna pick the Philadelphia Eagles. Not, There's not much more. Uh, There's not much more to that. <laughs> no bias needed. Stats back me up. Um, yeah, I'm going with the Philly. Philly to cover that spread, boys. What about you? I also took Philly. Uh, I think Philly wins outright, and I don't think that Giants defense is good. Um, yeah, I think Wentz just is back on back on his horse again. So Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah I got I got Philly as well. I actually I in my notes I actually wrote Eli sucks. Um, but like for back it up, Eli, Eli, um, if the Eagles defense gave. Dak Prescott trouble, who I think is a better quarterback than Eli Manning anyway. I think Eli will try to force the ball to Odell. He yeah. won't get Sterling Shepard and Victor Cruz involved like he should, and Philly will just win this game. I, I don't I don't like the spread ball. This so. could also easily be the trap of the week, and I, I feel like everyone's money is going to be on Philly, and the Giants could probably just expose them. It's very true. Who knows? Yeah. Philadelphia has uh, Rodney McLeod and, and the secondary is kind of underrated. Not many people talk about him. Hmm. All right, uh, we got the Cowboys traveling to the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Dallas is favored by seven points. Um, why yeah. isn't the spread 14? Like, why isn't the spread yeah, like 14? Yeah, uh, the Browns are playing this weekend. I think it's just the fact that Luke McCown <laughs> is the quarterback again, and he's just... You mean Josh McCown. You know, he's yeah. he's a little bit better. A little yeah. bit better than Luke. Yeah, I thought... They're, they're both career journeymen, though, yeah. so... Cleveland's in that Cleveland's whole quarterback struggling. situation. Give me McCown, I guess, but uh, Terrell I still, Pryor. I mean, Terrell Pryor. I, I like him as a receiver better than a quarterback, but put him in. At least it's put fun. Him in. At least it's fun to watch. Yeah. Put me in, coach. Says Terrell Pryor. I mean, Pryor. for an zero and eight team, you got <laughs> you got nothing. You got nothing. So yeah. if you want to go throw your wide receiver out there, put him at quarterback. Give some excitement to those fans. I'm all for it. But yeah, got Cleveland's Cowboys. got some sports hope now with the. Uh, the Cavs winning the title, and the Indians with a game seven tonight, and then they got the Browns. That pretty much says it all on Cleveland. 
All right, we got the Jets traveling to Miami, big-time uh, football city. You know, the Miami Dolphins fans show up for every game. Uh, we got Miami favored by three in this one. Uh, I'm going to take Miami in this one. It, it's a close one in my eyes. I think it, I could easily be wrong on this. Uh, Jay Ajayi sparked the Miami offense. I like Adam Gase as a coach. Uh, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to turn the ball over at least three times. And, uh, yeah, that's my that's my opinion on the Miami game here. What do you guys think on this one? I also have Miami. Um, I'm giving them all the points. But uh, I really don't touch AFC East games unless it's Patriots versus somebody just because, like, that's how gross the rest of the division is. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I typically stay away. This is a gross game in my opinion. But gun to my head, yeah. Miami, that's fine. Just hope the gun's not to your head when the studs yeah. comes on TV. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I wasn't going to pick this game anyway, but I picked the Jets just because I've actually liked what I've seen from Fitzpatrick the past couple weeks. He has, like, they're basically taking the offense, like, out of his hands. Like, they're giving the ball more to Forte. They're dumping off. They're giving Powell some looks. I feel that the Jets are going to stop Ajayi. I think he's the reason that Miami the yeah. carry. I think the Jets are going to force Tannehill to throw and I don't trust that at all. So I got I have to have the Jets winning outright in this game. So I got the Jets but I obviously I don't really like this game as a whole but if I had to pick someone take the Jets. The Coos is by himself in this one. I don't mind <laughs> that. Taking the Jets and Fitzpatrick living on the edge. Gross. I absolutely yeah. love it. <laughs> absolutely love it. So next game we got Pittsburgh traveling to Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore is actually favored by two and a half points with Big Ben, uh, his availability is up in the air. I think it's a bit disrespectful to the Pittsburgh Steelers that they're underdogs in this one, even though they're at Baltimore. Uh, I kind of like this guy named Le'Veon Bell. Um, if you guys haven't heard of him, he's a pretty good running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think that they should win this game outright. I don't think Baltimore is going to beat them. Yeah, I think... Big Ben's probably going to play. Let's yeah, be honest. He's, he's, he's a big boy. He'll be yeah, out there. No he's brain, no guy. pain. Like, he's definitely going to get out there. Uh, I think they also went outright. So, definitely get the points where you can get them. Yeah, I have the Steelers winning outright. I didn't even um, consider Big Ben as a possibility. I took into consideration Landry Jones yeah. as a starter. And I just see Baltimore losing four in a row. You, Their team is just not good and the, the Steelers have more talent they got Antonio Brown the Le'Veon Bell I feel like they could feed those guys get them involved the Steelers defense is improved Joe Flacco's not elite no he's not so <laughs> even playoffs, even if Big Ben doesn't start I like I like the Steelers to win Joe Flacco comes to play in the playoffs but definitely not uh as good in the regular season I had that one with Landry Jones at quarterback as well I don't <laughs> think it's really that big of a deal um yeah so next game, we got uh, the Saints traveling to San Francisco to take on Colin Kaepernick and the 49ers. The line is New Orleans by three in this one. Um, I'm going to take New Orleans by three uh, based on the 49ers. are just pretty bad. They're on a six-game losing streak, and uh, Drew Brees is the quarterback of the Saints. So give me Drew Brees and give me the Saints. Yeah, they just beat the Seahawks, so, like, I don't know what the hell's up with this line. Yeah. Like, three's not enough. San Francisco's, like, an incompetent team. Uh, New Orleans is 5-2 and two against the spread. All signs point to New Orleans, so that means San Francisco will probably win just because that's how my betting life goes. But, like, I, I'll take New Orleans minus three. I have, I have Saints big. Like, I don't understand 
three and a half. I mean, maybe on the road in the New Orleans and struggle at home. But this is San Francisco. It's nice. It's sunny most yeah. of the time. Like, it, I don't think weather's going to be an issue. I think Drew Brees is going to have no problem against the 49ers. Uh, the offense for the 49ers is not good. So even with the Saints' poor defense, I still like the Saints winning big in this. Just a quick tidbit, because I know we discussed this a little bit, but for fantasy options, do you start Mark Ingram this week? with how bad the San Francisco defense is, despite him fumbling last week and getting his carries taken away. No, I do not. I do not take anyone in this. I don't like it at all. Because I'm an Ingram owner, and I'm sitting him this week, just okay. because I'm hearing that they're going to split carries with Hightower and Ingram. And until I see exactly how this works out, I'm not touching it. So, like, daily I'm not touching them. But I'm, I'm sitting them in my own fantasy. But I also have Jordan Howard and... Um, Todd Gurley, so I have you options. options. I have options there, but I'm, so, I'm staying away. So, would you consider a daily fantasy value in, like, say, Michael Thomas or Willie Sneed or a wide receiver of that nature? I like Michael Thomas. I, I've been picking him. Um, he's been consistent this year. Uh, he usually <laughs> gives you at least 10, 10 fan duel points. Uh, I start him in my year long leagues that I have him in. Uh, as for Ingram, though, uh, my take on Ingram is in season-long leagues, I'll take, I'll start Ingram depending on what else I have. Uh, in daily fantasy, I'm not even thinking about Mark Ingram this week, though. Yeah. I, I, I like Michael Thomas a lot. I'm a huge fan. Um, I, Willie Sneed, just his production is just down a little bit. But Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas are the two receivers you want to start for New Orleans. Um, I just feel, for me, for Ingram, it's like down by the goal line with his fumbling issues. I think they trust Hightower. Hightower's a big dude. He can run it in. Or John Kuhn. Or Kuhn. That game um, <laughs> screwed me over. But I feel better starting Gurley and Howard. But obviously, if you don't have any other options, Ingram is still, you got to roll with him if you don't have any other options. Here's a question for you guys. How about, uh, how about this one? Uh, Michael Thomas or Brandon Cooks? Who do you trust more in fantasy right now? I like for week to week, I trust Michael Thomas more actually. I think Brandon Cooks is like he's he has those twenty point weeks when he like goes off and hits a deep pass. But if I'm want someone who's gonna get me the twelve to fifteen points that I need in standard and daily, I'm going with Michael Thomas and plus his value. He's not that highly highly priced in uh <coughs> daily fantasy, so I trust Michael Thomas more. I would agree. Um, I think it all depends on the scheme, too, that Sean Payton's going to run. If he's going to air it out and go deep to Brandon Cooks, then, like, by all means, like, start Brandon Cooks. But if he's just going to do this kind of little possession thing where uh, Michael Thomas is going to get, like, 10 looks and 7 catches for, like, 80 yards, I'm also down for that. So, we'll, I don't know. We'll have to see. We will see. The next game up, we got uh, Superman is back. Cam Newton is back. He's traveling to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, and he's favored by just two points. I'm going to take Carolina, and I'm going to pick this game with confidence here. I don't think it's going to be close. I think they win by double digits and make a statement against a pretty solid defense in the Rams. I'm going to disagree on this, and I'm going to take the Rams. Uh, I think Rams plus two and a half or three, wherever you can get it, uh, is pretty good value. Uh, I think Gurley has a big week uh, just because everyone's sleeping on him and he needs that one week to toy with his fantasy owners of whether they should start him or not. I'm one of those people. Um, I don't think the Carolina front, whatever they're running these days, front defensive line is very good. 
So I think Gurley, look for Gurley to have a big game there. Uh, the Rams' defense is pretty good. And uh, I don't know, Cam. Cam's, like, being weird. I, I don't like when Cam loses or, like, is thrown off because then he's kind of, like, sketchy to the media and, like, sketchy all around. Yeah, he does seem to have, a like, a weak mentality. Yeah, he's got, like, I a... I mean, he just attacked the NFL this week for getting hit. Which, like, um, is valid. I which, get, yeah, I get, I get that. what he's saying with that, but um, I don't know if he's going to be coming out fired up to, you know, stick it in the NFL's face like Tom Brady does or... He's just going to throw some interceptions. That was, that was my initial hunch on Cam Newton, that he's going to come out, he's going to play angry. And I, I, the Rams' defense is good, and I do have the Panthers. It's going to be close, but I do have the Panthers winning. It's just, I, one, I just don't trust Case Keenum at quarterback. I haven't heard anything out of L.A. that they're starting Goff. So it looks like they're going to go Case Keenum again. Um, I just Keenum has played pretty well for them, though. He's, he's despite he's the, on our despite right this the year. million interceptions in London. Yeah, that... Yeah. That was very. That wasn't very good. And I w- watched that game and I turned it off. Jared Goff wouldn't be much better in my opinion. But if you spend a number one pick on a guy, I think I, you yeah, I feel like you gotta at least you... give him a ch- chance. You gotta see what you have out of there because if they're most likely gotta look to the future and try to see if they can get a backup plan to Goff if this doesn't work out. They have to look at that. But I have the Panthers. I think the refs are gonna be keying in on hits to Cam because they're tired of. The criticism that they've been getting so he's going to get a couple calls and i think the panthers take this one the rams could have had dak prescott you know they could have waited a couple rounds but you know no, nobody knows anymore and these the scouting these scouts look for the crazy stuff it's all about the physical traits no no game film matters all right next game we got is uh the colts traveling to green bay green bay is favored by six and a half in this one uh, I think this game's a toss-up. Um, so the six-and-a-half point spread kind of scares me. I'm going to take Indy to cover that spread. I took Green Bay. Um, I would also take the over. I'd lean hard on the over wherever you can get it, 53, 54, something like that. Uh, Cobb and, from my knowledge, Randall Cobb and Ty Montgomery are both going to be back because Ty Montgomery had some issues with the sickle cell trait and his kidneys or something like that. I don't know. Um so I like that. Um, I don't think that indie defense is good. Um, depending on how many guys they rush, Aaron Rodgers could have all t- all the time in the world, which I understand is like not a good thing for him. But he's got to find his guys eventually. Um, but yeah, I would definitely lean on the over. I'm not touching the spread. Yeah. I spread I, spreads for daily right, fantasy. Yeah. I'm all over this matchup. Both teams, just any, anyone. Andrew Luck, Rodgers, Jordy Nelson, Frank Hilton, Don. Dante Moncrief, you name it. Frank Gore. T- um, ha- yeah. Frank Gore, sure. Let's, even even um, with that run defense? Uh, he's actually been featured in the past game. Had a re- rece- receiving touchdown last week. I, I actually do like Frank Gore. He's not my top running back to pick in daily fantasy. Frank Gore's like, got you, fresh legs, man. He's he's a, he's a new new up-and-coming back right here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for consistency purposes, I like Frank Gore. He's going to get you double-digit points, but he's not going to go off when, like, 200 yards and a touchdown, but... He looks um, good, though, for an old yeah. guy. He does. I, I've, I've been a huge fan of Frank Gore, but as far as like the spread goes, I'm not a huge fan because it could go either way because of the shootout, but I got Green Bay just because I feel they're more talented all the way around than uh, Indianapolis. Uh, Tennessee's traveling to San Diego. Um, San Diego's favored by five and a half points in this one. 
Uh, I really like how uh, Marcus Mariota is playing right now. I like this Tennessee offense. Uh, their defense is kind of underrated in my eyes. I like their run game with <coughs> DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry. DeMarco Murray's been injured this week, though. Um, if Henry starts, I think he could still have a huge game. He had a good game last one. week, right? Yeah, he had a good game last week. He filled in a little bit. Um, yeah, I just don't. I just can't pick the Chargers at five and a half favorites for some reason. Yeah. I also didn't. I took Tennessee plus five and a half. Um, despite the kind of second half collapse last week in that gross ass Thursday night football game, I think that Mariota's like f- kind of found his niche in how he wants to throw the ball and how it can complement the run. So uh, yeah, I like take the points here. I mean, it, it's a gross spread, and a lot of these I know we've said that a bunch, but like. I think the five and a half is good here. I like Tennessee as well. I think they've been playing really well. Um, Derrick Henry is one to watch for daily fantasy if Demarco Murray is out because he, he's priced really low and he's gonna if he's gonna be the starter and Demarco Murray's out, huge could be a huge game for him. Yeah, definitely. I definitely like uh, Derrick Henry if Demarco Murray is out. I think he's a must play in daily fantasy if that happens. Uh, the Broncos on Sunday night football are going to be in Oakland. This line is straight up at the moment. Um, my pick is Oakland. I love this Oakland team. I think I've thought since the beginning of the year that they're going to have a huge season, um, and they haven't let me down. It's going to be Sunday night football prime time in front of a national audience. I think this is where they make their statement, and people really start respecting this team and Derek Carr is a beast at quarterback. I really like Derek Carr. I this is actually my lock of the week. I picked Denver. Denver is definitely my lock of the week. I think that Von Miller and that defense show what they can really do against uh, a pretty high-powered offense. Uh, I think Oakland has a little bit of a hangover from last week's win. And uh, yeah, Denver uh, prime time. Can't beat them. I got Denver as well, and I do. I think the defense for Denver is going to come out fired up. They're hearing about all how great this Oakland offense is, and they're going to work. Chris Harris and Akeem Tlaib are going to work to shut down Amari Cooper and Michael Crabtree. And I just don't think the Oakland defense is there yet. I I think they're young and talented, but I feel the Denver offense will score enough points, and uh, the Denver defense will also score a touchdown. So I got Denver in this game. And just for fantasy purposes, I would say sit, in my opinion, I know you differ, I would say sit all your Raiders this week. Yeah. Um, even if they do win, I, I think their production is limited. I'm sitting Ra- I'm sitting the Raiders too. Yeah. I, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, for sure. I might, take, I might take the under on this one. Um, I'm not too sure about that. Uh, Derek Carr, I think will have one of those gutsy performances where he wins, but it, it's going to be close. It's going to be yeah, really One close of the game. toughest decisions I have in fantasy <coughs> is I have Allen Robinson and Amari Cooper, and I have Mike Evans, so I'm starting Mike Evans, but then you have Amari Cooper going against Denver, and you have Allen, Rob, Allen Robinson going against Kansas City, and he's just been so disappointing yeah, all year. But I'm, I'm going Amari Cooper because I just – I trust him more. Even it, with the Denver defense, I don't know what I'm going to get out of Allen Robinson. He can have one catch. He can have three catches. I, I don't even know anymore with him. So I've, I've decided I'm sitting him. I'm playing Amari Cooper, but I still don't like the matchup. I think, so Cooper, uh, I think Cooper will score one this week. Um, 
Buffalo's traveling to Seattle. Uh, Seattle's favored by five and a half. This is going to be my lock of the week, actually. Um, with LaShawn McCoy kind of hurt right now. Um, Seattle's at home. I think they're going to win by probably seven points, and Russell Wilson should have a pretty good day against a tough defense. Uh, I got the Bills plus seven. I think this is one of those weird games that, like, Rex Ryan pulls out of his ass, and Tyrod Taylor might have a decent game. Uh, I think that Tyrod Taylor's play complements uh, the play of Seattle's defense well, meaning that, like, I think his scheme is, like, one of the only ways you can kind of beat them by running around and being overly athletic and more athletic than they are. Um, And, yeah, I think that defense... That defense got exposed last week against the Pats, obviously, but it's been okay. It's not. It hasn't been great, but uh, yeah, I just I like the seven points here. I got Seattle. I just think there's too many injuries on this Buffalo team on offense. Uh, they they just signed Percy Harvin mm. from retirement, so that just shows kind of where they are yeah. with targets. And I just feel it's got to take a toll on Tyrod Taylor at some point, just not knowing who he's throwing to week to week. Um, I, that's why I got Seattle. I think on Monday night. Um, I'm taking taking Seattle. Definitely take the under in this game. I think. I don't know about yeah, you guys. Yeah, the under's a good yep. bet. Uh, I like Tyrod Taylor though. I agree with you guys on him. I th- I think he's a really underrated quarterback. He doesn't really turn the ball over much. Uh, one thing he's been lacking though is uh, late in games. He doesn't really seem to have that clutch yeah mode to him. Um, all right, let's transition over to college ball, guys. Um, on Saturday, actually first, let me talk about the game tonight. Uh. Toledo is at Akron. Uh, this Toledo offense is really good. A little They're action, right? Favored by yeah, seriously. Some action, some action for you. Some action last night too. Yeah, um, I like Toledo by a little bit more than ten. Let's just say that. Um, I think they'll win by maybe even twenty, and that's a pretty good bet in my eyes. I have no opinion on that action game. I I don't follow action at all. It, since UMass left, even though I feel they should go back to the MAC, I just it's just, the UMass Minutemen. Come on, if, they should go back to the FCS. They I do, I do it. like Toledo against Akron though. Um, just their offense is too good, and they're gonna score a whole bunch of points, and they're gonna cover that spread. Definitely. All right, uh, we all chose a few college games that we're looking into. Um, Big Daddy will go first here. What's your lock of the week for college football this week? My lock of the week is actually the the Toledo game. Okay. I think they're going to win that game. Okay. Um, so I got uh, the UCLA at Colorado. UCLA's quarterback, Josh Rosen, is out for the season. So they're on to their backup quarterback. Uh, Rosen was a Heisman candidate coming into the season. And Colorado has been a pretty good team this year, and they're only favored by 12 points. I think they're going to put up a big game, and uh, that Rosen being out really hurts the UCLA Bruins team. I also took Colorado in this one. Uh, Colorado's undefeated against the spread this year. They've never not covered. So uh, I'm just going to keep rolling with them until they prove me wrong. Why not? Um, I got Arkansas beating Florida at home. Um I just I haven't been impressed with this Florida team, uh, and I just feel Arkansas is hit or miss. But I think at home they show up for these big games. I got Arkansas beating Florida. 
SEC action is always tough to bet on, too. But I, I do like that Arkansas game. Um, Did you pick another SEC game? Florida is a pretty good team, though. Uh, I do like Arkansas at home. I think the home field advantage will be big for them. Uh, yeah, I, have, I do have another SEC game here. The big one of the week, Alabama traveling to LSU. And this is going to be the upset of the week in my eyes. I think LSU at home is going to beat Alabama. LSU came into the season with college playoff expectations, and it hasn't gone that well. They have a new coach. Uh, completely forget his name off the top of my coach head. O. Coach O. Yeah. Um, I think that that backfield is going to be key. Not only do they have Leonard Fournette running well, but they found a gem in the backup, Grice, I think Darius Grice or yeah. something like I forget his first name. But that kid came in when Fournette was hurt and ran all over oppo- opponents. Uh, I think the Alabama defense is going to be tired, um, and I think we're going to see freshman quarterback Jalen Hurts struggle against this LSU defense, which is going to be the turning point in the game. I think he makes a few mistakes as a true freshman and that's the difference in this one i am actually going to fade you on this one this is my college football lock of the week is bama minus seven and a half um I, it's bama and like they are lsu's daddy as big daddy picks lsu but uh yeah i, I think they just own lsu and this is one of their many convincing wins into the college football playoff eventually you, I, for me, it's just Alabama. It's just hard to pay against Nick Saban. Yeah. Like a Nick Saban coached team against LSU, it just it's always seems to be Bama. That front seven for Alabama is ridiculous, and Fournette is a great player, but that Alabama defense is just going to be too much. And I think Jalen Hurts is for real, and I think it's scary that this kid's a freshman is already starting for Alabama because this kid's only going to get better. He might run so. the ball like twenty five times. He's like been running the ball like on designed runs. Like it's a, it's a different times. look for Alabama because most yeah. of the time you're used to seeing a quarterback who hands it off to a, the, the gr- whatever great Alabama running back that they have back there. But now you have the quarterback who's like the main rusher for Alabama. It's kind of a different look. And yeah, I it's think definitely, that, definitely new for Saban. Um, but Saban, you know, one of the best college, probably the best college coach of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say probably the best. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's he's done a great job with Hertz. Uh, I think if he prepares Hertz and calls the right the right game plan for him, they could pull it off. But uh, at plus seven and a half in an SEC game at home, I think LSU is definitely going to cover that, and I think they might just win this game. We'll see. I I I have an interesting pick. I have Nebraska beating Ohio State this week. I have not been impressed with. JT Barrett the past couple games um, he just hasn't looked sharp he hasn't really th- thrown the ball effectively and on uh, defensively they've been okay and I just think Nebraska's been overlooked by a lot of teams and on the spread shows that they're like 17 point underdogs and I feel whether it, it's, it's going to be a close game so I like Nebraska spread wise but I also like Nebraska to win this game I think Ohio State's going to overlook them <laughs> trying to they're going to look forward to Michigan in that matchup, because they're still trying to get in the college football playoffs, so I like Nebraska beating Ohio State this week. I like that pick a lot. Uh, I had Nebraska last week, uh, underdogs with uh, Wisconsin. I think they were underdogs by nine at home against Wisconsin. Um, it went to overtime. They and it Wisconsin did. It gave did. Ohio it, uh, State trouble as well. So I just feel that 
this is a game Ohio State might overlook at home and think they got this. Be a big win. Hoping that they just get this easy win. So I'll look forward to Michigan, but I like Nebraska. Uh, if we're talking upsets, I also took Texas Tech over Texas this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the over-under is like something ridiculous, like 88 or something crazy. Uh, There's going to be a ton of points. Um, I don't think Texas is that great. Uh, so, yeah, look for Texas Tech. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. good quarterback. Pretty good. Some some Big 12 action, you know, <laughs> some points will be scored. All right, uh, so that's college for you guys. Went over our NFL picks. All right, let's uh, game seven tonight, World mm-hmm. Series. We don't usually talk uh, baseball on this podcast, but uh, it's a game seven, boys. Let's let's go at it. Who's winning this one? Oh, I'm at such a crossroads with this uh, series, just with this like whole World Series in general, because I hate Cleveland. I hate Cleveland and everything they stand for. I want them to be like the always the shittiest city, so I want them to lose. But I also love to see Cubs fans miserable. So my ideal situation is both these teams lose. Obviously not the case. Uh, but I'm going to take Hendricks and the Cubs tonight and the magic that will Hendricks is my Cy Young pick. I think Hendricks was the most valuable pitcher this season. And I don't think he will win the Cy Young, but I think he should win the Cy Young. I have Cleveland, and I, I'm like I'm rooting for the Cubs. I want to see the curse broken, but I think – Kluber is a heartless person, Kluber and he just does not care about anything. And his breaking stuff is amazing. And the Cubs have had trouble oh, yeah. hitting the off-speed pitch. And I just feel I think the um, the Indians get a run early, and I just feel that bullpen's just going to come in and finish the game. I like Cleveland, even though I'm rooting for them. My prediction is uh, Kluber's going to go six, and Miller's going to go three. I think Kluber will hold him to one or two runs. Um, I think the downside for the Cubs is when they get to their bullpen in this one, and that's when Cleveland's going to put up the runs. Uh, I got Cleveland at plus one and a half tonight on my bets. I think that is a very good bet at plus one and a half. I think they're going to win outright too. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Uh, what, are we call, what are we calling the show exactly? The D the DMZ the show D, the DMZ yep we'll uh we'll have a name officially for you guys next week uh, it's all a work in progress get, get Big Daddy some time to you know work his magic on the uh, the name oh, producer so much here. talking in the third person <laughs> <laughs> alright guys we're checking out this is Big Daddy enjoy your week make some money and spend it well. <laughs>